Hello, and welcome to the Dad and Buried podcast. My name is Mike, a.k.a. Dad and Buried. I'm here with my co-host, Pete. It's been a few weeks, Pete. What have you been up to? Oh, what haven't I been up to? Well, you got to tell me. What haven't you done? Have You You haven't gone bowling. <laughs> I haven't gone bowling. I haven't stopped list. going to the movie theater. That's for sure. I go to the movie theater all the time. Oh, days. please. Did you see The Eternals? Do you know what I saw recently? No, but you know what I saw is Dune no. in the theater. No. You went to the theater? Yeah. I am dying to go see that. I, I haven't watched it on HBO Max yet, even though I have it, because I want to see it in the you, theater. Okay. Okay. Here, you, and I don't know. I know you know me as my favorite movie is I Am Legend. I Am Legend. So you know that. Yes. It just so happens my second favorite movie happens it's, to be Dune. The, the, the David ori- Lynch version. The original yeah. version, yeah. Um, which I watched recently. And just absolutely 100% reaffirmed how unbelievably fucking cool that movie was. Like, not cool. I don't mean cool. I mean, what an incredible story, a world that has been built around, like, it's basically, uh, I found you out that- You know it was books, right? You know it was based on books. Yeah, of course. Uh, yes. But um, who the hell has time to read those stupid pieces of shit? Yeah, honestly. You know? <laughs> talking movies, baby. So Vin Diesel movie. The yeah. <laughs> it came out the same year or just after Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Now, what this movie is directed by, yes, David Lynch, right? Mm-hmm. At is, one point, he was in talks to direct Return of the Jedi. It, you know what it is? It is an, I just, it, it hit me. It is a completely grown up, completely like no, there's nothing childish about it. It is entirely a, the most sophisticated mm-hmm. grown-up movie about space and the, well, thing, the thing that sucks about it the most because it is so if you watch it it is so elaborate it was, it was made in 1984 and i swear to god it holds up as if it was made in 2022 a couple things a couple things really quickly first i want to let everybody know the topic tonight is ways that your kids <laughs> surprise you no none of the ways that my kids surprise me are as surprising as the fact that pete likes <laughs> David Lynch's Dune, yes. which is yeah. honestly like one of the sweatiest, most uncomfortable movies to watch. Everyone just looks like they're miserable and gross in their suits and the sand everywhere. Also, so Star Wars um, borrows, like the story borrows from Dune. The Dune, the books existed already. Yeah. Um, I had a friend in college who was obsessed with like the series. And like once you get into like books and two and three and all that stuff, like you need a glossary. And there's yeah. it's like sort of like Game of Thrones. Like you're also yeah. saying like it's like an adult version of like that kind of stuff. Game of Thrones is a little bit like that, too. The books themselves are really intricate and all this like intrigue and stuff. Um, the David Lynch one just makes me uncomfortable. I love David Lynch. That yeah. movie is just bizarre. Makes like, me uncomfortable. How's the new one? I mean, okay, so the new, all right, so let's go to the new one. The new one is, so if David Lynch's Dune, I would say is a far more sophisticated, gritty, dark version. This one is a incredibly high production value. Mm -hmm. It's good. It's not, now, all right, I've got a bone, but I've got a serious bone to pick. Dude, I sat down in the movie, I, I, I reserved my ticket first time in like seven years. Alone? Oh, completely alone. I mean, I no, not totally alone. I was but with you about went alone. Three, uh, yeah, but I was with about three hundred people. Mm-hmm. Um, they I had reserve. They had reserve seating, but I, I just, it, I didn't even do reserve seating. I just sat spider next on some guy's lap, and it was oh, great. Nice. It was fine. Yeah. We just would take turns switching. 
Um, that's the way to do it, by the way. If, if you just sit spider, which is where you basically wrap your legs around someone's waist while they're watching a movie, it works great. Dude, this is more gross than David Lynch's <laughs> No, it's not. Uh, it wasn't It wasn't packed at all. The movie theater was com- almost completely empty. And, was uh, it an IMAX? No, it was just a res- okay. uh, regular movie theater. Yeah, yeah. The, the opening screen comes up, and this is not going to ruin it. For, well, it is. It's probably going to ruin it. It goes part one. Yeah, you didn't like, know oh, that. Really? I know. I, I and I was like, wait, part one. I wonder they're gonna tell the whole story, and then there's gonna be a second part. Yeah. yeah. So the second just... part, they so when they went into production, it wasn't until the movie did well that they actually committed to part two. And 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 for people that don't know, because this isn't really in the marketing, part one and part two are halves of just the first book of Dune. Right. Like it's not like Dune, the first book is part one and then book two is part two. No, it's part one of book yeah. one and yeah. part two of book one, which won't be out for like two years. Yeah, but I'm dying to see it because I love the director and he did Blade Runner 2049. And I don't like the original Blade Runner and did not expect to like Blade Runner 2049. And I and I loved it so much. So I can't wait to see it. Dude. It was amazing, especially uh, the Blade Runner 2049 was incredible, especially yes. uh, Harrison Ford's wardrobe. I mean, the elaborate. <laughs> I think the 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 costume designer won like a uh, an Oscar for his for his t-shirt Harrison Ford, yeah, for his t- his gray t-shirt that he wore and then and then again those blue jeans those slightly light well, sort of dad jeans. by trade in real life yeah so. no but I just thought it was so good how like in 2024 or in 2042 <laughs> they were just like no no this guy would wear a gray t-shirt and, and like light colored like not <laughs> Levi's like more like Lee jeans Wranglers. Too. Yeah, yeah. I bet yeah. you Harrison Ford's a Wrangler guy. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, look, I was I was uh, both impressed, but also very pissed and disappointed that they yeah, only, it was only have. Half. I mean, give me a fucking break. Like, so I what's sat, funny I, is I was so looking forward to it, and everyone is excellent in it. Everyone's superb. The ex, the acting is amazing. The Rebecca styling Ferguson. is amazing. It's just, I will say, it's it's probably it's got the the it's got way too much exposition. Mm-hmm. It's just like constant, you know, uh, but, you know, even that, even the exposition is OK. So it's, it's funny because I asked you like what you were up to in the two weeks since we recorded and you really just you just sat in the theater and saw the first <laughs> yeah. half of doing yeah. it was it was it was yeah. several weeks long and you loved yeah. every minute of it. And, you know, if you it just turns out if you ask someone if you can sit spider with them, they'll be like, well, what is that? And then when you show them, they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. yeah. <laughs> so what I was up to. Um, so mom and Barry had, had her birthday, um, which so we were supposed to record an episode on date night. And um, part of that was going to revolve around um her birthday and the planning that I have to do for it, which it just stresses me out beyond belief every single year. Um, didn't go well um, <laughs> this year. So after the fact, but we, then we went out. Um, so we had her birthday party, like the family thing one weekend and the next this past week. And we went out with some friends, um, some of whom we hadn't seen since, you know, the pandemic really, at least I hadn't. Um, and we had actually a really good time in your neighborhood in Williamsburg. Unfortunately, you weren't able to, well, I texted you a few times. You didn't respond. I just assumed you were, you were tied <laughs> up. I know you, <laughs> you were camping. Um, and also the most momentous thing I think that happened was my kids got their first shot. I know you're waiting. You have a very special reason for your waiting yeah. for your kids. Um, but yeah. my kids got their first vaccine shot, which is a big relief in our uh, high risk household. We're waiting on their second shot in a few weeks, but you have a very specific reason to wait. 
Uh, yeah, no, I want to, I want to line up all my kids vaccines in one go. So instead of like having to go like, you know, two year, three year, five, no, no, Uh, I want 12 shots one day, (laughs) just like, like sort of like Wolverine or, or uh, Dr. Strange, you know, like just to, just, I want all, nothing but needles. I was thinking. Or saw, that's what they requested. They saw the movie saw. Saw 15 it. or whatever the what, what it was yeah. where the woman falls into the thing the pit of needles never and they're like and they basically said yeah dad that's that's actually how i'd like to get i all thought you were gonna say in the first star wars in a new hope when they're like interrogating princess leia the big like floating oh, yeah. ball with all the needles and stuff <laughs> comes into the room it's really scary but i'm sure your kids loved it or yeah they did it. they yeah. really did love it i mean my middle my middle daughter is uh loves getting shot so much she just she is like don't do the arm right my neck <laughs> yeah, here well do it do it and the doctor's I like it between oh, my toes yeah. yeah you know for job interviews i don't need yeah. anybody to know that i got my COVID shot i'm in a very blue collar industry you know they don't they don't really like that stuff too much um but it's funny so i put out a call for um you know today for stuff that that people see how people's kids have surprised them um and there were a couple of people that were like, my kids, you know, they didn't freak out when they got their shot or they were like willing to get the COVID shot because they kind of know what it means. And my kids were very much like that, too. You know, obviously being aware of, of mom and buried being at higher risk and also just wanting to get back to real life. And then the first step, I think, is, uh, you know, everybody getting safe, everybody getting protected. Um, I also I posted a video of talking to my son about it on TikTok, and it's the only thing on TikTok I've done that's gotten any traction. And one of the reasons it got traction is because a. Um, a Twitter account called Libs on TikTok <laughs> shared it um, and said I was brainwashing my son. I wish I could brainwash my kids, guys. It would really make my job a lot easier. Um, but yeah. we are uh, we are going to get into some of your responses um, about how your kids surprise you. And we're going to get into there's a couple of, of, of ways my, my kids have surprised me very recently. And I'm sure your kids are just a, a, a bundle of surprises. Mm-hmm. And we're going to get into uh, all of that right when we get back from the break. All right, we are back tonight. We are going to be talking about the ways that our kids surprise us, whether they whether they impress us with some skill we didn't know they had, or with behavior we didn't know they were capable of, or whether it's um, like we're or, living with Cato from Pink Panther and he's just creeping around the apartment, surprise attacking us, with karate. Look at you with the movie references tonight. I appreciate it. Growing up, uh, my, my dad used to love those movies. And my favorite parts were uh, when Cato would, would jump out and they would uh, and they would get in fights. It was so good. And then he's like, enough, not now. And yeah. He was just like yeah. constantly attacking. <laughs> you, you know what? You never know. And then he just, ready. Clouseau residence, like after a major fight. Oh, so good. So man. one thing we haven't had a chance to talk to, um, which I wanted to just bring up really quick, was Halloween. How did your Halloween? We know how mm. much you hate Halloween. Yeah. How did your Halloween go? Well, first of all, I immediately quashed any sort of what are you dressing up as, Dad? I was like, yes. don't worry about it. You're, it's your day. This is your day. But Dad, what are you gonna be? I'm gonna be just. I'm gonna be me. I'm gonna. I'm gonna live my. I said I was living my truth, uh, which I, I. I actually didn't do. You didn't live your truth. No, that because I. Because I was super pleasant the whole day and uh-huh. super pleasant the whole time. But no, we went up. Uh, yeah, we went to uh, yeah in different neighborhoods. There's a neighborhood in Greenpoint that uh, is uh, in Brooklyn. Well known. It's beautiful. Has a lot of beautiful houses. It was great. It was actually a great. Uh, 
vibe, great attitude, you know, great atmosphere. It was, it was people were just ready to be done with all the. How did, what did your kids dress as? Uh, Steve. What the hell does that mean? Those who know will know. Steve? Not Alex, but Steve. I don't know what that means. Is it like Minecraft? Yes. Yeah, that's I correct. I yeah, that oh I yeah, you did. <laughs> I knew it. You son of, you got it. Um, so my son was Steve, and my daughter was a uh, vampire of some kind. Actually, my daughter was um, handing out well, uh, was handing out candy. So she kind of uh, did oh, so other, hold on. So, so mergers and acquisitions. Your thirteen-year-old. No. Yeah, what, yeah. Did, did she was she on her own? Was she like with friends? She went to a party. Uh huh. Yeah, like a high school party, and yeah. it turned uh, it immediately got out of control. Chaperoned, but just the uh-huh. per- person who chaperoned was like, there's like 300 people in my house. Like, Were you? So you and your your daughter handed out candies. I assume she was just you were secretly handing no. out edibles to kids. Uh, yeah, no, it wasn't. <laughs> I was I was purely I just couldn't get the razor blades. They were stuck in California yeah, yeah, yeah. containers. So I just I was I was out. I lost. Uh, no, I um she actually handed it out at her friend's house. So she went to uh her friend's oh, wow. house and uh, they uh, they handed it out to all the kids, actually, which is an interesting twist because. They got dressed up, and they. She was saying how much fun it was to actually just be the hander, the and hander outer of candy, as opposed to like the trick or treater having to walk, you know, yeah, sitting miles. is more fun. Yeah. Sitting. By the way, it's it's rever- It's people watching. All you're doing yeah. is sitting, yeah. and you can basically get the gist of it, and you get to see all the people. Although there was one house. Okay, there was one house that we came by in Green in Greenpoint on the street that she was holding out, and. They had basically erected uh, plywood in front. It was a two-story house. They had erected plywood in front of the house and wrapped it in, like, decrepit-looking – like, they mm-hmm. basically painted it so it looked like it was falling down. Dude, they got a car from the junkyard, like a car that had been in a very serious mm-hmm. accident. Yeah. And they put it in the front of their – and this is like in Brooklyn. There's not a lot of space. They put it – look like it smashed in? Yeah, and then they got a stop sign. And oh they put gosh. it through. And then they put bodies everywhere. It was incredible. It was the most uh, – it was the most impressive. Like you see a lot of houses that have like, you know, kind of store-bought, you yeah. know, impressive figures from they like – go all out. But whatever, yeah, front, front gate or whatever the fuck. This was – like pure Brooklyn ingenuity. It's like, oh yeah, Frankie owns a junkyard. Oh yeah, you need a stop <laughs> sign? I got a couple stop signs. Like just like real actual things that had been bent and like kind of ripped. It was it uh-huh. was uh, so very impressive. Um, and like full really enjoyed, it sounds like you really enjoyed yourself, Pete. I you enjoyed know, despite... I enjoyed this house, man. That was the commitment I enjoyed, but yeah. It was well, great. my kids, um, my youngest dressed as like a snake. It's kind of like a snake ninja, but he just really wanted to be a snake because he fucking loves snakes for some reason. The other day he asked, he's like, you can get snakes as pets, right? And I'm just like, no, <laughs> no, no you're not no. going to be that kid. We're not going to be that house. Um, my older son dressed as Ronin, who is like the vigilante version of Hawkeye. In he's in it's, He's in Avengers Endgame for like, 30 seconds <laughs> so like no one like he was constantly having to explain who he was and every once in a while when someone knew who exactly who he was it was like mind-blowing he really appreciated that um and then mom and barry and i dressed as um uh roy kent and keely two characters from uh from ted lasso 
which yeah. a lot of lassos walking around yeah, and a yeah, handful yeah. of Roy Kent's, but it suits my personality. Well, we had a good time. I saw Corey Stoll, who's a, a, a well-known actor. He's in HBO scenes from a marriage house of cards. I just walked by him. I didn't even know he lived in my neighborhood. So that was a fun little treat for me. Wow. You know? That sounds amazing. Let me know when you actually see a star next time. That would be cool. Wow. Well, I saw Steve Buscemi, Steve Buscemi a few years ago. He lives in park slope, but we don't live quite over there anymore but oh my god did you fun. see the pictures of him handing out yes. candy that's so and i was good. so pissed that i He's wasn't so i wasn't there him and aiden quinn apparently were hanging out that's so aiden but that's, quinn? yeah uh, that I was know. in the pay who the two guys were hit but he had his uh 30 rock yeah i know uh, like well, you, how do you do fellow kids anyway so yeah so that's what we did for halloween we hope you folks had a fun halloween as well um Mom and Barry loves it, you know, so we were happy the weather was pretty good. And we, and we, you know what? We had a good time. We didn't see any elaborate uh, cars crash into buildings or whatever, but we were surprised by other things. Wait, Speaking you, of being surprised. Oh, you like that? You like okay. That? I what threw the word surprised, surprised in. Um, well, I was surprised by Corey Stoll. Um, you know, I was like, well, wow, I can't, <laughs> I can't believe, I can't believe the the yellow jacket from the first Ant-Man movie lives in my neighborhood. You have any idea what I'm talking about? Of course you don't. Um. Yellow I'm just always surprised. Oh by my how many god, that guy is Corey. Dude, that guy. Talk yeah. about like he's bald. Deep, yeah, talk about deep, deep cuts of, yeah. from actor. I mean, he's awesome. He's a great actor. Yeah, he is a good actor. But it's a deep cut. But people know who he is. All right, get off my back. Mm, I don't think so. I think you actually really do. Like, I think it didn't register until you said Wasp from. Ant-Man. I'm surprised because I like named a handful of things. I thought maybe you'd seen like House of Cards. Scenes from yeah, a marriage, how, recent, how, which right. I haven't seen. I'm not interested yeah, in watching scenes from a marriage. That, yeah, no. I mean, come on, dude. When you <laughs> live it, why wh- the marriage story? Like, come on. How am dude, I gonna go? How many holes that? there are in my in my wall? Oh, I'm I don't so need to watch marriage. Yeah, story. you know, just watching watching someone else. It's like, like I'm doing <laughs> I don't need to watch my life on screen just with better looking people. You know what? That's just depressing. Um. So, yeah, so so this week I decided – so a couple of my kids surprised me in a couple of ways over the past few weeks, um, and it led me to be like, you know what? I wonder what ways other people are surprised by that kid. So years ago I wrote a blog post. Um, so my son was in like a short film, and so we have friend, a friend who's like a filmmaker, and he needed a kid about my son's age for a handful of scenes, and it meant like we had to drive upstate to where they were filming – I drove him alone. So like we drove like two and a half hours, just me and my son. He was like six at the time. Um, he had to do filming all day and I wasn't even involved. I was like lurking around, but really couldn't do anything. Uh, and I remember, I remember leading up to it. I was so nervous that he was going to have like meltdowns and not be able to focus and do all that stuff. And like, he performed so well. I was so impressed and so happy with him. Um, and like, I just wrote the whole blog post. I'm like, I think the blog post was even called like kids will surprise you. Cause I was like, you know, as a parent, you're like nervous, right? And a lot of yeah. times people say like, obviously kids behave a lot worse at home where they feel safe and where they can let out their emotions than they will, you know, at school or around other people. So that when other people are like, oh, your kids are angels or they, they're so great when they're at my house or whatever, you're like, what? <laughs> you're, yeah. you're like shocked. That doesn't sound like my kid. Um, so that was a real pleasant surprise. Um, but that was years ago and it's been years since you. Yeah. 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 Since the last, (laughs) since the last surprise. Nice. Um, but so we had parent teacher conferences a few weeks ago and they were weird because they were student led. Um, so like the kids had to like spend a few days like creating PowerPoint slides 
talking mm -hmm. about like what they're learning and how it's going. Um, and then the, the teacher talks to you a little bit, but like the kid's there, like what's the teacher, <laughs> what's the teacher really going to tell you? Like, you can't really get down to the nitty gritty about like behavior or anything like that. Um, but they had like at some point, cause he never tells me anything about what he does in school. At some point over the first couple of months, they had to like write a poem about like growing up and we get to read his poem. And like, my wife and I were like blown away at like how good the poem was. Yeah. And like I asked him, I'm like, did someone did they give you a template? Like, what did you? What did you <laughs> yeah. Learn? Yeah. Where'd you get the? Don't you lie to me. Exactly. Where'd you get this from? Yeah. I learned it by watching, you know, Walt Whitman. What? But no, it was you learned like, it by watching me. I was like astonished yeah. by how good it was. Um, and you know, I, I, that that led to like me being like, wow, you know what? Maybe I don't know. You know, look, a lot of this is on me because I don't pay attention at all. Right. <laughs> uh huh. There's a lot of uh huh, uh huh. Oh. I yeah. don't know a lot about what they're doing. Yeah. I don't know a lot about what they're into. I barely even know who they are. I drop them off at school. Cool. Yeah. And then I just wait for bedtime. You know. Right. Um. But yeah, I have been pleasantly surprised um, in in several ways, and that's but just by my older son. Now you have a, a very accomplished 13 year old, but at this point, her accomplishments are old hat to you. you. You're you're annoyed that she's not like bringing in more income at this point, right? Yeah, I am annoyed by that. Uh, her small little hands used to fit right in the machinery, and now they can't get the clogs <laughs> out anymore. Oh, because she only has one hand. No, but um, <laughs> yeah, sorry. Uh, no, she she was a uh, was a ballerina for a long time, and uh, and it was it was very cool because she got to perform in the Nutcracker at Lincoln Center. She's part of the New York City Ballet. Uh, she went to school American Ballet, so that all sounds like and it is it, it's it's it is and I, that was obviously I was proud uh, of her. But I think really the thing that um, I think the I think I said this before, but the the moment that I was extremely proud of her. Uh, or just really, like not proud, just like so impressed was she we were on the one uptown. It was packed. It's like four or five, five o'clock uh, mm -hmm. rush, hour, rush hour going uptown. Um, she we were like Columbus Circle. She had her hair in the bun because she had to do her hair before she and then she got her homework out and she's sitting between like, you know, two people. People are standing in front of her uh, and just like she's like doing her math. And she, but she's like laser focused, just like going and like looking up, doing calculations. And there were like eight people around her who were looking at her. And then like they could tell that I was with her and they were looking at me and they were kind of giving me like the damn, dude. Well done. And I man. was like, yeah, man, damn, dude. Like I was like, that was that was the so, most impressive. And actually that because it was so disciplined, like and she it wasn't yeah. me being like, come on, come on, come on. She just did her thing. And then got her homework out and started doing it. And it was just so uncomfortable how she was sitting. But she was just like she completely – well, she seemed completely unfazed by it. Uh, and it was – that was the level of – because normally at home, everything phases her. You know right. what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that That's was, what I'm saying. Like the behavior is different and it was – you got a chance to like see like all the stuff that you've been hoping for and like trying to like drill into her, which never manifests itself at home surprised you when it finally yeah. did on the subway what a wonderful on the subway moment. honestly that was really i mean i was i've obviously been i'm very proud and and very happy with uh you know everything that she's done but that would that was okay, such she's a not listening it's no okay. i know <laughs> <laughs> you never know everything everyone's listening these days 
but they, you know, just those little moments. It's like it's it's so it's like what you were saying. You know, to have that someone come back, you you a teacher come back and be like, boy, yeah, you know, your kid is just doing, you know, someone fell down and he and and like your son picked them up and just stood with him and made mm-hmm. sure. I was like, my son, right? You're like oh, my son. There's two, there's two, there's two kids named the same in the grade. It's my one, right? Not the other one. It might be the other one. And they're like, no, no, no. But you can't be too surprised in front of those people, right? Like, even though you are shocked <laughs> yeah. when they tell you that, you can't be like, you got to be like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, that's what I, you know, we, we love, she's great. That's what we've been teaching her. But instead you're like, who? <laughs> no, no, listen, the parent-teacher conference was 10 minutes. And by the end of it, they're like, sir. It was your son. <laughs> you know, yeah, right. like, you're like, like can you show me a bird? You describe the bird, Mark. Yeah, like what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's funny. So so VJ Turner, 24, Valerie Turner message. She said that her grandfather passed away a few weeks ago. And during the funeral, her eight-year-old saw his mom crying and held her hand. And she was like taken aback at that empathy, right? So like, you know, the kids, sometimes it's just you're not – you don't have the opportunity to be in all of the situations to really know how your kids are going to respond in every situation. Right. And she was like, usually he only reserves that kind of empathy for like YouTubers <laughs> that, right. that he watches and worships. I know your kids love the YouTubers and sure. Steve from Minecraft. Is that like a, is that the name of the Main guy? Yeah. Like the, the default. Yeah. The default character is Steve and Alex, Steve and Alex. And there's a few, but those are the main. I don't know why I why I knew that. Um, I you know what I suppose. Yeah, you don't myself. know why you knew it. It's because you've got seven thousand hours in the back of your mind, just like passive, <laughs> passive uh, exposure. It seems useless though. You don't need that guy. Doesn't need to have a name, does he? I, I don't really know how it is, but it is. Once it you is, once you start a game, don't you just like name him what you want? Yeah, well, it's your handle, but Steve, there is. A, a story there is actually like a kind of a, a backstory to the minecraft oh universe God. if you will i mean it's not a universe it's a, it's a world but like it's on uh, netflix actually it's really cool they you choose it's one of the very few uh shows where you choose yeah there's a handful like of those yeah like a nature one then, too yeah you like choose which way you want to go like the nature one is good too because it's like do you want to slaughter them now or do you want to befriend them and it's like you right. get to choose which one like Bessie the cow if it's like food or if it's just like a milk cow and you get to decide what about you, you just want to kill for fun is that an option <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah that's called the american way so most of the responses that i got were along two lines like a random skill or something they didn't know the kids had or you know good behavior right so pogo sarah said that she was shocked at the way her boys just started getting along during covid um we experienced some of that too really, especially at the beginning where they had no one to hang out with except each other, right? And they just started to get along and, and have a lot of fun. And then when school started again and they have their own friends, they're back to buttonheads. Did you see any of that? Do your kids your kids get along? No. no. <clears throat> Still very, very uh, opposed to every – yeah. No, no, that's, there's none of that. But um... – yeah, that wasn't that wasn't one of the things that surprised me. I, I yeah. had to explain to my son today who was complaining that his brother, you know, the, the butting heads. And I'm like, dude, I'm like, he just knows how to push your buttons. Right. And I'm like, you got to not respond. Yeah. Right. Or he's just going to keep doing it. And then you end up getting in trouble because you respond and you overreact and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, and he's like, you don't do anything. I'm like, 
you know, it's just like sibling rivalry. You got to figure out how to deal with it, right? I mean, your mom and I are exhausted by this crap, right? So you need you need to like work it out on your own. So it goes it goes back and forth. I can't say that I was really surprised um, in either direction. They don't they get along a little bit and then they don't get along. Well, that's the thing. It's like what I'm always worried. Whenever they start like really laughing and giggling, I'm like, oh god, like I just like the, there's like a countdown clock to just like to someone's getting, yeah, someone's getting a fist somewhere, you know, just like it's happening, like like someone's like elbow, you know, they're wrestling, you know, and it's like everyone's having a great time, and then I come in just before that happens, and I'm like, oh dad, we're having the best time, and I'm like, yeah, I know, yeah, yeah, you weren't going about- to be. <laughs> yeah, you're you're literally seconds away, and then of course, no, 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 and then I walk away, and like five minutes later, just screaming and crying, and everyone's fight. Yeah, it's just, nothing, know. nothing surprising about that. Um, so I mentioned earlier, so uh, Neva H, Neva underscore H, said that she was surprised that her kids didn't scream or cry when they got the COVID shot, mm-hmm. um, and neither did mine, right? Which was, and the really nice part was my older son. They hate they hate shots like every kid. Right. Like flu shots in the past have not gone well. Um, But like my older son held his little brother's hand, during it, which was which was really nice. Um, But the funny thing about the little one, the hammer, who who's almost six, um, is he's just like he's like he's sociopath levels of like not caring about stuff. Like we were (laughs) watching that um, Disney movie Jungle Cruise the other night. So he loves snakes and he loves dinosaurs and he loves sharks. He loves apex predators. (laughs) And there was a tiger on screen who was like threatening to maul people. And he literally, as we're watching, starts going, go tiger, go tiger. Like (laughs) as the rock is trying to like fight the tiger. Anyway, he went to the dentist to get a cavity filled. And they're like, oh, this is pretty small. So I don't think we're going to give you like any Novocaine or anything. So they're they're, they're, like drilling on the kid and filling his cavity. Zero Novocaine. He's just sitting there completely chill. No problem. He's like, I love I asked him today. Like, do you like going to the dentist? He's like, I love going to the dentist. At the end, they were like, oh, my God, like take as many toys as you want. (laughs) They're just shocked that like he just doesn't care. He Which made is, the wall, the the patient wall of like, yeah, yeah, just like. Have you ever seen like Little Shop of Horrors? There's like a character who's like a sadist. Yeah. So he loves going to the dentist, or no, a masochist. He loves going to the dentist to have pain inflicted on him. I think that. No, yeah, <laughs> the masochist, because isn't the dentist the sadist, but then the masochist. The dentist is yeah, the sadist yeah, yeah. and the patient is the masochist. Yeah, so it's a perfect uh, combination. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, so so my two kids are, are sort of opposite um in those ways, which is fun. Although there was one time a Little League game my older son got a, a foul ball to the face. <laughs> it wasn't, it wasn't like a real hard baseball yeah. like they use. And like when you get older, slightly soft. Um, but you know, this is the kind of kid he gets like a hangnail and like, he's like, Oh, I can't go to school for two weeks, but he took this ball to the face and I'm like, Oh shit. But like two seconds later, he's totally fine. He went back in the game. It was like one of the most shocking things I've ever seen. So kids can surprise you in in all sorts of ways, from pain tolerance to, uh, yeah. to how much they like to inflict pain. It's a lot of I fun. Think, I think also, yeah, I mean, definitely like the – what's interesting is, I mean, it's it's your reaction, right, to a kid yes. falling over. And you're like um, oh, my God, or oh, no, or whatever. Yes, and then they take um, their cues from you, yeah. Something happened the other day, as you know, I'm like coaching soccer. There's one I'm coaching my son's team, and this kid fell, skinned his knee on the turf. I mean, I mean, skinned his knee barely, like you know, he just skinned his. But he's like writhing around Ronaldo style, and I'm like, oh my god, man, I don't even, I don't know how you're doing it. You know, just like it was, 
I, I mentioned, I was like, you must be made of kryptonite or something. Come on, get up. And, you know, because he was like down there, like, you know, writhing. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I swear to God, that was like early. Every single time, he's just constantly like, I made a kryptonite. You know, just like this really weird, I was just right. like a throwaway kind but of comic. He's, hooked, but he's like, linked it. He's yeah. completely hooked it. And it was part of it, like the, the resilient, you know, just immediately kind of coming back. And so that was, that was, it's nice to also see just how, I mean, look, kids are ultimately really resilient. And it's just, yeah. it's, it's interesting how we, uh, I mean, we just spend so much time with our kids. I mean, we spend so much time. We have, we've had to. More than any generation. And then on top of that, we had the pandemic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, but we, we've had to in the last two years, but we've, but more than that. And that is, that's the thing where it's just like that going out and uh, just like kind of, you know, getting fucking shit up. I don't know. Like getting, you know, being able to go out and play. You. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's the other thing. It's like really like the, I think the thing that I really like the best is when the you know you watch your kids play from a like a distance and you yep. can see them interact. So the point is is like it's not to, that you're watching them per se, but you're just seeing how they interact and like you know there's like different people and maybe maybe they're being ganged up on or something like that and you're not like going to come in and you just want to see how they handle it and mm-hmm. you're like and then they do and they handle it like well uh, and they, you know, they kind of just, you know, they're kids. They're just kind of like, all right, whatever. And they just either brush it off or they, yeah. or they kind of take charge or whatever. And it's, it's, I, I think that's really, um, yeah, that's, that, that's, it, it's an insight that I'm sure our parents never even got to see at all. Right. Because they were never like, around. Yeah. yeah. Because they were like, go just, they're like, dude, go to the park. Just it's that way. Thing. Yeah. But that is. That is a lot of fun, right? Because when you're watching your kids or when they're like right nearby, they they know you are, right? And they probably behave a little bit differently. But if you have a chance to like go stalk them with like binoculars when they're at like the playground, like from a distance or other yeah. people's kids, right? If you yeah, just want to get a exactly. Look, and they're like, <laughs> sir, are you looking for your kid? And you're like, no, 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 my kid's not here. <laughs> People love it. And then you then, and, and then, then you, you say, leave me alone. Then you and sit then spider say, on the bench. Yeah. With, with, yeah. You mind if I sit spider with you, buddy? Sure. So have you noticed, so a bunch of people put like, um, like a, a random skill that like their kids have. Like one woman was like, um, she was surprised when her son had like perfect whistling pitch when he was like whistling along with a song or like one Heather Pell said her 11 year old got up on stage to sing a solo and like nailed it. Right. So like, oh my that God. would be like, fascinating especially like if you like if your kid's a little bit shy at home or whatever you just to watch them like kind of come out of their shell or do whatever um but like as they progress through school i think they're and you and they are you're gonna find out like that they have aptitude for certain things like whether it's math or english or like theater or whatever have you seen any obviously you have like a ballerina in the family um you know, we're like, were you surprised when she showed that she was good at that? Like, and not necessarily she's going to do it for the rest of her life, but like yeah. when she started to show she could do it or even wanted to do it, did that surprise you? Um, yeah. And, and just to be clear, it was, she was like, she was the one who was like, I want, she tried out when she was like four because right, she, her, she yeah. wanted to do it. Not because we want, she, she had uh, been told about something 
anyway, so let's. So I'm not. I'm not totally clear on the details, but she went to some <laughs> audition and 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 was when she was very young, as they do, and they take a lot and then they kind of weed them out. But I I was always kind of surprised, actually. Uh, not you know, I'll be honest. Like you know, I'll throw her a ball and be like, mm-hmm. really ballerina? Okay, you know, like just it. I'm not just like really like there's a lot of like michael bluth like really you're you're okay oh okay really sure um and and that's not but but actually you know that's that's um you know she she has a lot of uh she, she really is so dialed in and that's the thing that like is again so impressive and again it's just like you know, she dials it in when it really matters and, and she would do it in class and in, in her ballet classes and she would do it in performances and what have you. Um, and, and so there's that. And and but that's like I said, it it's not a harm other than just like it's really cool to see your kid. Outside of that, that one moment where she was on the subway, that really encapsulates mm-hmm. my entire experience. My the entire ballet experience was just that one moment where it was like that was really cool. Everything else kind of, you know, was sort of like a one progression to the other. And it mm-hmm. was it was good. Right. But I mean, we we put in a tremendous we being my wife and I and my wife is specifically like just, you know, taking her there and taking back. There and it's I like, remember, 40, yeah. you know, it's like, yeah, it's crazy. So but, you know, with my other kids, you know, whoever they are, I mean, I'm sure they're going to be great. But I just haven't <laughs> seen them because all I care about is my one an only child that I... Well, you're so constantly... You're just constantly on the subway with her, shuttling her, shuffling her back and forth. And you're, how do you have time for other kids? You know what, though? I, I just... My other kids surprise me in so many other ways. Like, again, my, my three kids are so different. I have two girls and a boy. And each one is, like, so different from the other. I can't... It's so but are funny. They different, are they different from you and your wife in that, like, you're shocked by certain things that they have that, like, you neither of you show any evidence of being good at or of having those personality traits? Are they just like from a vacuum suddenly you're like, this thing shows up and you're like, where did this come from? It's so weird. Well, um, actually, um, I mean, it's hard to say. That's a hard, it's a hard thing to say because I see a little bit of every, each yeah, of us yeah, yeah. In, in them. And so it's a little tough, but they, they kind of skew more one way or the other. Um, but yeah, just like, like my middle daughter has will um, rarely complain if she's like like you have to really go in to be like are you okay and she's like yeah I think my arm is broken and you're like what? you know <laughs> okay. what I mean like you're just like wait what she's like well I fell like you know 20 feet or, that must whatever. be amazing and she just is like you know she she won't she'll just be holding it weird. And you have to go and ask, like, hey, what's yeah. like, what's up with your arm? Oh, nothing. And then it's like, well, can you move your hand? Mm, not really. And you're like, that sounds really serious. You know, it's like the exact opposite of like, uh, and and so it's just it's just different, which is the exact so opposite. So like the other kids other would be like really dramatic oh about it. Other yeah. kids. Oh my yeah. god, my son skinned his knee in soccer, oh and oh my god, dude, I was like, bro. Like he you got, got shot. Yeah. like it's like it's not even bleeding, and it was really. I mean, I I almost I had to like keep it together because it was. I mean, he was tears, but it went it went on like yeah. it didn't stop, 
and I was, and and you know was I I okay so that was like a negative surprise because I'm like, dude, it's like, a hard situation. I know I, I, I get it. You you like skin your knee, and there it's like you, you know there, there's it's it's a little bit of skin rash like you know a road it rash. Sucks. But like, it nothing. definitely sucks. But like yeah. it's a hard situation, right? Because because you've got to show that like you're concerned, like you don't want to you don't want to dismiss their pain, Correct. right? But you also got to let them know that you need some kind of perspective when it comes to the pain. Like this can't, this isn't really that bad. Right. But you also, you can't be seen like by other people, you can't be being like, shut up. You know, you know, it doesn't really hurt. Cut it out. Right. Like that kind of stuff, like trying to get them to chill, but they also, they need to chill because you know, they didn't get shot in the gut. Right. Well, You're not dying. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's the thing. There's actually, so it's not just like yes or no. Right. It's like, it's like there's like a spectrum. Yes. You kind of go through the spectrum like, oh, God, you know, you're like, oh, no. And you're like, ah, and you, you're like that moment of empathy where you're like, ah, oh, dude, that hurts yes. so bad. I know it stings. And you're like, you know, holding them and you're like, it's going to be OK. Just breathe and like count to 10 or whatever, whatever kind of, you know, you're just like, you know, I totally got you. And then then there's like five or 10 minutes after that where you're like, <laughs> OK, no, I mean, like, it's dude, <laughs> you skin your knee. Like we, we, you know, we, we had a full three minutes, three to five minutes of just like con consoling. And now, and now we're at minute like 10. I need you like to ramp you, down. You got to chill. You got to yeah. really, really chill out. Cause like, it, you know, and then it, it's just, it's funny. Cause it's like, all right, dude, like just stop. Like you got to take a breath. I'll try yeah. to do something really goofy. Like if my six year old or my, he's not six yet. My five year old gets hurt or something. And he's like really overreacting. I'll make sure he's okay. If there's blood, forget about it. Like there's no, there's no calming that down. But if there's no blood, I'm like I'll just try to get him to calm down. And then eventually I'll just be like, you want me to take my shirt off? Like yeah. say something really random just to get him to start laughing. And then it will be like laughing and crying at the same time. And I'm like, I'll take, you know, I can take my shirt off. It'll be cool. And be like, no. Right. Then he starts <laughs> crying again. But for totally different reasons, right? There you Obviously. go. And then no, I have no. to take my shirt off, and then everyone in the area. No, then mom and Barry starts crying, and then everybody's <laughs> crying. It's just like, yeah, it's a knockout effect. Speaking of surprising, like nobody's more surprised than everyone around when I dig my shirt off, right? Nobody yeah. wants that kind of surprise. Uh, there's, well, that's that's what the clapping is for when people are like, you know, when they're, when they're just immediately erupting in like a mad applause for someone brave enough. To take to take their shirt. Well, someone yeah. like me, it really well, does just, take a lot uh, of No, no, just like in a in a kid's playground, when a grown man takes his shirt off, that's <laughs> generally when people start applauding. At least. That's well, look, what what's, I, see, what's good is is usually like I'm not often wearing a shirt under my trench coat, right? So yeah, it works. It's really. It's convenient. just really easy. It's just the trench coat just kind of slips right off, like right around the shoulder. <laughs> Like, yeah. you know what it's about. Yeah, Off-the-shoulder trench coat look is a tight look for a guy. It's what you were wearing when you went to Dune. <laughs> yeah. As I, yeah. So I, so I did, there weren't a, a ton of, of, of other different comments, but there was one I wanted to bring up where – or actually two. So Remy um, underscore Mangar, R-E-A-M-Y underscore M-A-N-G-A-R, said that his one-year-old or her one-year-old runs – full speed at his crib headboard and then and doesn't flinch just laughs like that's the kind of thing like even though it's like a toddler like a baby that's a little scary like, yeah, like yeah, yeah, just yeah. like yeah. i'm i'm into this what i'm doing uh, i don't know i'm a little concerned you, you scare me a little bit but this one um dad does all I'd like to talk to this guy he sounds a little bitter dad does all um is his name he says that 
his kid painted art of mommy, daddy, and himself on the bathroom wall uh, with with her own feces. <laughs> oh God, dude. Oh God, no. At least that's, it was the bathroom wall. But you, um, that that's an interesting because that's a yeah. I mean, just just a. I don't know how old she is. Touching, yeah, I don't know either. But I, I would be know, I would be um, shocked and alarmed, um, probably more than surprised. I don't know what my reaction would be. I've been lucky enough that none of my kids have uh, like shit during bath time. Oh, um, we have a, we had a great shit during bath time story. so i had i think is this the tail thing yeah my daughter uh, my my middle daughter was i think probably like two and my older daughter was like had to been uh yeah five or or no sorry four and so anyway so they're they're having a bath together and the next thing we hear is my older daughter's like she has a tail she has a tail and it was so funny and so gross at the same time but like just what a great what a great like description of what was happening at the time just having a tail what a great description of a great event (laughs) it was a beautiful event (laughs) i have a beautiful family that did you take a photo yeah no in my mind i did but oh god uh, i have a photo of that in my mind um so my dream is that one day one of my kids um, kind of evidences or evinces some kind of skill that I didn't know they had. And it seems like it's really useless, right? Like my kid really good at video games, right? My dream is that I'm like the intolerant dad who was like, fuck video games, you need to study and get great A's. But like secretly my kid is like entering a competition where if he wins, he becomes like a video game designer and he wins $8 billion and all our problems are solved. But I'm still really angry and I'm going to stop him from going to the tournament. But then I get there and I'm in the front row and I see what he's done and i'm shocked and surprised and oh so proud sort of like what happens at school of rock when they yeah. all end up at the concert at the end and the kids are tearing it up and yeah. the guy who like hates his son because he's in like fourth grade but like playing rock music and right. then he realizes my son is actually a money machine because yeah. he's a prodigy right that's what i want i want to make a lot of money off my kid's special talent that i don't actually know he has because i don't like him at all right that i think is um and I'm gonna sp- I'm gonna speak for all parents. The dream is where you just you all you have to do is just show up and they've already figured it all yes. out. Yes. And then they win the tournament or the prize money or whatever. But you just have to show up without the police escort, which is probably yes. what the parents should have done in School of Rock, seeming as their teacher kidnapped uh, or took all of the students yeah so. and at one point he he they, they suspected he may have like touched them inappropriately like based on the <laughs> stuff he said, right so yeah, there should be there should be cops involved but instead they they buy tickets <laughs> that's a great movie by the way that's you know what? i love add, add that to the christmas list because it is during winter time as a christmas family movie i'm i'm putting it on early i don't yeah. think that like I love that movie. I don't think it qualifies as a Christmas movie. I'm it's saying, not about Christmas. It, it's not even in Christmas. It's not adjacent to Christmas. Yeah, yeah it's cold. It's cold out when they. Just because uh, it's cold. Uh, what if it takes place in Alaska? Or is every movie that takes place in Alaska, Alaska? a Christmas movie? Uh, well, yeah. I'm just saying. It's a lot. If it takes place uh, in Alaska in June, of, does that count as Christmas? You know what? Yeah, there's a lot of Christmas. There's still reindeer. <laughs> Those are caribou. Oh my God! I care. Thing? I care about you. Oh my God! I don't care about you. God, that's tough. I care about Dune. Oh my God, me too. 
But I think, uh, look, we, you know, our kids will surprise us and you in many different ways, and I think that's cool. And but they're uh, definitely going to surprise me. Your kids surprise the hell out of me. I don't even know yeah. what they look like. I keep Shock. they keep surprised. Well, they look like Cato from. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, but Pen. I do think that's a great point that you made. That like the dream is that your kids get really good at something without your involvement, and then you just cash in on it. <laughs> or get yeah. to be proud of it without actually having played a part. And 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 I want to stress the cash part, right? The yes. cashing in. As a parent, you've done your due diligence, which is, um, well, I mean, you know, you had them, and then you kind of just you're you know angry and aggressive, and then uh, they do something amazing, like uh, Bruce Springsteen. Just like Bruce Springsteen. Did you read his memoirs? I didn't. I is it memoirs? I think he's it? written more than one is why I said that. No. I've only read several. I've only read Cash by Johnny Cash. That's the only real memoir that I read. Um, that well, so that was an autobiography? No. It was a biography. It was an autobiography. No, no it was not autobi- it was Cash by Johnny Cash. So yeah. yes. I've read um I've read Chronicles Volume One by Bob Dylan, which is like he purposely was like, I'm just gonna write about this period in the eighties that no one really cares about because I'm Bob Dylan and I do whatever I want. And like, I'm a dick on purpose, <laughs> but it was still interesting. Like he spent a lot of the book talking about his, one of the albums he did in the eighties, which is like not considered it's being revisited now and reappraised. And actually it's yeah. actually quite good, but not one of his classics. Well, didn't he win the Nobel Peace prize for literature for his songs and he fucking returned it. Yeah. Like yeah, that's he when he jumped that. the shark when people were like, okay, dude, you're old. No one can literally, no one can understand what you're talking or no one can, uh, can understand what you're saying. And not only that, but you're being honored in a, in a, in a real way, uh, for, for, in a very abstract way. So your lyrics yeah. are going to be considered literature because it wasn't the so... Peace Prize. It was just the Nobel Prize for literature. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You said the Nobel okay. Peace Prize. Oh, I'm sorry. Get your head out of your ass. <laughs> yeah. Okay. No, I'm <laughs> going to put it further up. Thank you very much. Where it belongs. Um, yeah, man. But you know, our kids—they're gonna—they're gonna surprise us. And um, we I will just, say that's uh, one of the—that's one of the fun things. And it's not always fun, but it's one of the fun things about parenting is—is is discovering who your kids are and what they're good at um, as they grow up and stuff. Whether they're—whether it's something they've inherited from you that they kind of, you know, standing on the soldiers of shoulders of giants, right? They—they they pick everything up from you and then they yeah. get better at it. Or like your Honda Accord. If they inherit right. that from you or something, that's a pretty um, big thing to stand on. I inherited a Pontiac Grand Am from my grandfather <laughs> yeah. with a spoiler, two-door, aqua, aqua green. Fucking, Whoa, it was, aqua. was it, it was more nitrous like in it? What did it have, nitrous? <laughs> yeah, it was me and Vin Diesel. The movies. The um, family. <laughs> but I will say that is one of the fun things about parenting is, and that's one of the reasons, so my wife, when we did an episode about this a few weeks ago about like, like it's bittersweet about watching them grow up and they grow up too fast and all that stuff. But like from the very beginning, I've, I've written about like, I'm excited like to see who they become and what their personalities are and what they're good at and all that stuff. And that's sort of what we're talking about here. I'm so with you. Right. This is the best man. The, this is the, I mean, you know, so I know we started when our kids were younger and, and, uh, and you know we said it. The what we said we had a whole episode on what's the worst age. The worst age is yeah. is simply eight, eighteen like no nine nine months to like twenty four months. It's just a, there's a huge swath where you're like yeah. this is 
intolerable. Like yeah, I have a no walk side. Yeah, there's like, uh, I'm like, there's a, a per, there's a thing that's walking around screaming that has the power to tip things over and shit Ooh. themselves. And, and I'm, I'm a hundred percent responsible yeah. for every action that they do. And you're like, fuck this shit real hard. And, oh, and by the way, like you're, you know, you're just constantly like at each other cause it's like, exhausting and everyone yeah. has work is working and blah, blah, blah. However, uh, we, and we used to make this joke that like the, it gets better speech. Like it, it doesn't with parenting, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think there is a turning point. I think when your kids, you know, to your point, like they start to show some aptitude for something and mm -hmm. you don't have to personally, I love I love having a high school age daughter. Yeah. Which sounds totally antithetical to the the sort of norm of like, Stereotype, oh my I don't yeah. want my daughter to first of all, my my my, my I, like they're you know, she's not locked in there with them. They're locked in there with her. Like she's yeah. like, there's like I I'm worried about her if she's dating anyone or whatever. Uh, but the point is, is because she's you know, just, it's the personality. That's the fun thing. Yeah. Like when you sit down and you can have a conversation, you can have a joke or you they make you laugh. That's great. Like, a, a, you know, when your kids make you laugh it's amazing. intentionally. Yes, that's cool. Like Dude, and they don't you, do yeah, they do it like they time it well and now they, they go on and they just repeat it for the next forever. you know six One, months. Yeah, once they once they get a hit they run it into the ground. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. But I, I tell you, um, so my kid's in middle school and so uh, as we wrap up, my kid's in middle school and he comes up to me one day. He's like, he's like, Dad, what's the name of that band that sings that song? Um, you know, believer or whatever. And I go, Imagine Dragons. He goes, Imagine dragging these balls across your face. <laughs> I made sure to not laugh because I don't need to, that yeah. stuff happening. <laughs> yeah, but no. I immediately, immediately tweeted it out <laughs> and was talking about how I, how I was proud of him. Yeah. Oh, don't worry. What's 19 in French, according to my 13-year-old daughter? What's that? These nuffs. Oh, my God. Yeah. What's this going around, this these nuts thing? It's like made a comeback. It's everywhere. Whoa, what is this thing? This <laughs> that was like the height of comedy gold when we were in middle school and high school. Yeah, I guess it's, you know what? It's evergreen. Remember Johnson t-shirts? Oh my God, God Big those Johnson. Liquor up front, poker in the rear. Those, those Big are Johnson so, casinos. <laughs> oh my God, those things were so dumb. Those and like, they would be like some kind of sport. It'd be like life is, and then like yeah. insert a sport, and then like yeah. all else is just details. And somehow That's I always confuse the Johnson t-shirts with the life that? is details. I just never forget Big Johnson casinos, poker up front, liquor, liquor up front, poker in the rear. You know, it's just it's just a flawless, flawless <laughs> joke. Fla You're wearing you that know, shirt. You know what? It's like a. It's sometimes when lightning strikes, you just have to capture it in a bottle yeah. and put you it on a t-shirt. Yeah. I desperately wanted those shirts. I don't think my parents ever let me get one, thank God. Yeah, I don't need a picture of me wearing that these days. It's like Justin Trudeau in blackface. <laughs> Is it? A little bit. Except know. there's no photo evidence. Okay, well, there you go. Yeah, keep keep your photos to yourselves, everybody, and make sure your kids do the same. Honestly, especially if there's one of one of their tails in the bathtub, we don't need to see oh, that. Unless it's the dark web in which you can get a lot of money. Oh my God, disgusting. All right, yeah. so that will do it for this week. <laughs> <laughs> we'll wrap it up. Um, I will let you know if I see Dune 
Um, I'm trying to hold oh, up. Oh, will this you? Thank I will. Okay. I will let you know. I'm shocked and surprised to stick with the theme of the episode that you that you really uh, liked it and that yeah again even more shocked and surprised that you liked David Lynch's version. Um, oh my god! Do yourselves a favor, everyone. Watch David Lynch's version of Dune first. You know, it's like it's like widely considered atrocious, right? I that is what's so interesting because it is actually so like I, I mean as a from a story arc point every there's so many different um there's a, obviously a protagonist the main protagonist but there's so many different like like um characters mm-hmm. you know see it's it's a very complex story and the use and this is i thought the thing the most is, is the most interesting the use of uh self like narration yeah was actually crucial to that movie so you know being able to uh you know uh for that that particular one particular character they all do it but to, for them to do narration in their own minds makes a very complex story so much more salient and actually yeah. kind of moves it along in a way that the, the new, new one, one doesn't. doesn't you have because you have to spend so much time being like but mom i thought you were gonna do this right, but right. son i thought but you were gonna do it yeah on the upside sting as far as i know is not in the new one so that's a positive is it a positive? I think it's a negative, dude. Oh, I want to see his. Fan. Oh my god, dude, his glistening hot body oh when god, he comes god. out. We're gonna wrap it up on that one, folks. And <laughs> on Sting's glistening on, hot body. Yeah. You go watch it. Get a screen grab of Sting's glistening hot body, and, and then take uh, a cold shower. And then take a cold shower. That's right, everybody. All right. And Thanks we'll so much. Next time. I love you so much. Talk to you later. Peace. Peace.